1: You're listening to Lego Masters Deconstructed. Welcome to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast, and it's back for Season 2. Zoe, how are you feeling?
0: Good. I'm very excited. I obviously love Season 1, and Season 2 looks like already it's going to be even bigger and better. What did you think of the first episode?
1: I thought it was great. I thought it was an interesting parallel to the first episode of last season, where they had to build... Each their own mega city. This time it was similar. They had to build their own environment, but it was sort of more an island theme based around this central volcano. But it let everyone sort of show a mix of creativity and technical skills at the same time. So it was a good way to start to get to know everybody and all of the teams.
0: Yes. We'll get into the first challenge in a minute. But firstly, I want to touch on something that's new this season. It's uh, a very special advantage with Geordie from season one. I am such a
1: big fan of this edition. I was so excited when Geordie came back. So basically they've introduced this new brick called, is it the Flash Brick? Something like that? Yeah, the Flash Jordan Brick. Great, great name. It comes along with the immunity brick. And if you win the Flash Jordan Brick, you get to use him as your runner for one of the builds. Amazing idea. Hope we see more of Geordie. Can't wait to see that one in action. Big fan.
0: Me too. I hope this is an advantage that runs for the whole season and it's not just a random first week advantage um, because this is very funny and very handy. I would genuinely like to win that. Oh,
1: absolutely. I totally agree. And I I think I would just use it to hang out with Geordie. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, don't worry about helping us build. Just just hang and, you know, talk to us while we're building. Just hang out here.
0: (laughs) I wonder if he's allowed to, like, comment on their builds at all kind of sneakily mentor them as he's running
1: he could be like you know as a top three lego masters contestant myself i have some thoughts
0: all righty let's jump into the first challenge which was a whole new world and like you said very similar to the first challenge in season one where there's basically a big volcano thing in the middle and then eight vacant islands around the outside. Uh, and there were all different worlds that they could build on.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we saw such a variety of worlds as well, which is great. Everyone seemed to have a slightly different interpretation, whether or not it was a world that used the environment to power the world itself, or there was a world that worshipped a creature that lived underneath it. Like, there was such great variety, which I thought was a great sign of things to come.
0: Let's talk about each of the teams and what they did. Jackson and Alex had the Steampunk Power Station.
1: Yeah, I love that one. Jackson and Alex, or as I call them, the Loose Boys, they... They're from Perth and they built this cool power station there. Their base had all this lava running through it. So they were on this island with lava and so they decided to build a world that used the lava to power itself, which I thought was really creative. It was totally unique out of all the builds. I was a big fan. That was definitely one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, that was a really, really cool. I'm interested to see what they do this season. I feel like we're going to see a lot more things like that from them. Summer and Iona had the dream house. They obviously ran into quite a lot of issues in the first half of their build. They got stuck in ideas. They couldn't work out what they were going to do. But I really thought they turned it around in the end.
1: I also think Summer and Iona are a very interesting team because they're the youngest there, but they definitely held their own with Lego building.
0: Yes. So they're like the young BFFs known each other their whole lives. They kind of seem very different, but very similar at the same time. Um, And they're very sweet. So I'm interested to see more from them. I also loved the dream house. I thought it was kind of a simple execution, but really, really well done and really smart. I'm
1: curious though, what did you think of Jay and Stani? So they built the tourism themed world.
0: Yes, I'm a little bit on the fence about this one. I thought it was really cool to utilize the volcano and kind of like almost a real life situation of what would happen. Their big tower, their magma hotel was obviously... Very cool, but kind of plain to look at. I don't know if I'm that impressed by it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think with that tower, there was definitely a focus on the tower rotating at the sake of the aesthetics of the tower. And unfortunately, they did end up having some troubles with the tower rotating, which was tough to see. So I agree with you on that, but you're right, and that concept was really cool and and as you said, totally believable that if there is this cool volcano that people would build a resort to go see it. And also they had a roller coaster. Points for that.
0: The roller coaster was very cool, very impressive. Um, let's talk about Jennifer and Jody. They had the underwater world, which was kind of not fully underwater
1: there was also a great example with them of something that brickman did throughout the entire first season which was always very funny where he'd go to a team and sort of subtly make a comment about what they're building with a wink of like hey you should probably change it because i don't think you're doing a great job with that particular thing and in this case he sort of went over and he was like so why is there a wave if it's underwater and they were just kind of like oh because it is but we know from season one what he means is maybe don't have a wave because it makes no sense.
0: Yes, exactly. I love I love when Brickman does that because he's kind of being a little bit sassy at the same time but also trying to help everyone. Their wave was very cool. It was impressive and there was a lot going on, a lot of colours, but, yes, a little bit confusing.
1: Fingers crossed that next episode they, um, they built something that's really cool.
0: Let's talk about Tim and Danny, high school sweethearts, and they built the Wizard World. <laughs>
1: Zoe, <laughs> okay. So you sent me a couple of notes about this episode, and I've just read the note that you made for Tim and Danny. <laughs> <and> this <it laughs> looks like they're ready to get a divorce. <laughs> I think they might get a divorce. <laughs> that is hardcore. I think That's I wrote it accusation. like. I think I read,
0: wrote it like three times. But in my defence, they also joked about it. On the show. They
1: did, and they did sort of playfully bicker the entire time. I I don't think it got too too negative. I think it was still in the fun bickering category. (laughs) I hope they don't get a divorce. (laughs) The Wizard World itself, though, was, in all honesty, one of my less favourite ones, just in comparison to the rest.
0: We also didn't see that much of it. Like, they kind of skimmed over them a little bit. Uh, when they were showing theirs, so that kind of back half of it where the wizard was looked cool when Brickman turned it around, but I would have liked to see a little bit more of what they actually did and their technical skills.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's always tough for the show to fit in every detail of everybody's Mm. builds in just an hour, so it totally makes sense that some of them are going to miss out.
0: Um, Let's talk about Annie and Runa's Turtle Island. This was pretty cool.
1: Uh, Annie and Runa are so interesting because from the moment they came on screen... Like, Annie was introduced sort of wandering around the brick pit, and I think she literally said, oh, I'm just off with the fairies, and then it cuts to Runa, who's a scientist, and she's just not having any of it, and they initially seem like they weren't going to get along at all, but by the end of the episode, there started to be some glimmers of a friendship forming, so I guess we'll have to see how it goes throughout the season, but that turtle was really, really impressive.
0: Yeah, those two seem like polar opposites, so I'm really interested to watch their dynamic and see where they go. I am impressed with them straight up. That turtle looked so intricate and really, really cool. I was really impressed with that.
1: And potentially the most creative execution as well, because even though all the other builds had a lot of creative stuff in them, none of them reconfigured the island that were given it into something else. They were the only people to think of that. So they were really outside of the box.
0: Let's talk about Trent and Josh. They did like a Newtopia space kind of themed thing.
1: Yeah, Trent and Josh are another interesting pair. We didn't see too much
0: in this episode. I thought the concept was cool. I mean, the whole challenge was a whole new world and they literally were forming a new world. They had this kind of robot alien guy, like zapping new life into this mini planet they'd made. So I thought the concept was cool, but maybe the aesthetic was a little bit bland.
1: Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's fair. You're right. Overall, though, Maybe too much focus on the concept, not enough focus on the aesthetics, but again, that's nitpicking.
0: From the experts themselves. Awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played with Lego in I think ten years. Same.
0: <laughs> and lastly, let's talk about Andrew and Damien. They built the Isle of Eyes, which was very impressive.
1: Yeah, so they ended up winning, obviously. And I think that's a fair call because what they built was amazing. It had that cool concept of the inhabitants of this island worshipping these, you know, mysterious pair of eyes that live below. And then the way they built it seemed to my very little knowledge, to be very technically impressive as well. So, well-deserved winners, definitely the early leaders of the competition for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. They're also maybe the most wholesome team in the competition so far. I really enjoy watching them. And obviously, technical skills are very impressive. was a very random idea, but they really pulled it off. And you're right,
1: the fact that they met at a LEGO building convention and I think they said they met because they were complimenting each other's work. Yeah. Like, that's great. I'm so into that. So, yeah, for sure, definitely a strong team.
0: question for you so they had eight vacant islands and then they had to build a world on it what would your world be
1: oh see that's a tough question because i feel like with my lack of lego skills i would have been happy to have built a quarter of any of those (laughs) but the the one that spoke to me the most was probably something along the lines of jackson and alex the loose boys from perth Mm -hmm. they built that steampunk world where the people inhabitants of the world generated power from the world itself that sort of aesthetic was really cool to me and that sort of functionality of the world so i'd like to think that i would have built something that was like five percent as cool as that
0: i think i'd go more down the dream house avenue but it's like a dream island and it's just like cocktails all day and there's cool pools just like a big (laughs) pool
1: (laughs) you're listening to lego masters Deconstructed. And so in the end, Brickman did pick Andrew and Damien who built the Isle of Eyes, which as I said, I think was a fair choice. I don't mm-hmm. know if they were the only good build. Like I think it was still a close competition, but I do think that was a good choice. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think this first challenge was fairly level. There were a couple that were a little bit more outstanding than the others, but there wasn't too much gap between the skill. Um, which is really exciting for a first episode.
1: I know it's early to call it, but who would be your picks to win at this point?
0: I think based off the first episode, first impressions, my early pick to win is going to be Andrew and Damien. What about you? Yeah, I
1: think that's a fair call and I don't really disagree with the logic there. I do kind of hope it's either going to be Jackson and Alex, the Loose Boys from Perth, or, fingers crossed, Annie and Runa, just because that seems like it could be so wholesome, these two completely different people ending up bonding and building together and winning the competition so those would be my dark horse picks fingers crossed
0: i'm really excited to see how episode two goes uh we've seen a quick preview of it and it looks like it's our first explosion challenge so i'm really looking forward to that
1: for sure the explosion challenge last year was definitely one of the highlights so i'm keen to see what they come up with this year
0: they've also added fun fact An extra 1.3 million blocks to the brick pit, which means the explosions, in theory, should be bigger than ever.
1: Can we talk about how wild that is? That's a lot of Lego. Like, that seems to be a huge amount of Lego. That seems like it's most of the Lego in Australia.
0: Like, three million bricks? It's very, very overwhelming. I think I would pass out the second I walked into the brick pit. I
1: wonder if, like, secretly off-camera they have... People there helping them find all the stuff like you could run in and be like i need a gray roof tile and they'd be like oh yeah it's back southwest corner 20 steps down
0: they would have to well otherwise
1: the entire 20 hours would be just people looking for bricks and not building anything except geordie obviously because he knows where everything is
0: unless they are actually in there for a really long time and they just edit it to make it look like they find it immediately <laughs> like
1: one of them's leaving and the other one's like all right i'll see you in 45 minutes <laughs> Thanks for listening to the first episode of Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. We'd also love to hear your thoughts if you agree or disagree with anything we said or if you just generally feel passionate. Send us a message on Instagram. I'm at King. Zoe, what's yours?
0: I'm at zoepeck underscore.
1: Definitely get angry at us if you disagree. And we'll be back tomorrow with our thoughts on the next episode. Bye.